and you know what? I admire you guys for you guys are football. You got balls. You're trying something off for size. And I like to talk about all kinds of subjects, and I'm not afraid of who the audience is. I say what's on my mind. I throw the microphone back to you. It's the anybody can do this show. Yes, here we go again. Give you more, nothing but lesser. Back on the mic is the antidepressant. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. We welcome you to the Anybody Can Do This Show, episode 150, with our good friend, Claire Pro with the Southside Kids. Sitting next to me at headquarter number two, the middle of my living room on a bright and early morning at that, my friend, roommate, neighbor Nick. Hey, Ralphie. Good morning. How are you? It's Sunday morning, too, which is like even more kind of laid back than any other morning, I would feel like. Can I ask a question following up on your intro? Yeah. Can children be all ages? I'm a child. (laughs) (laughs) So I believe the answer to that is rhetorical. (laughs) (laughs) And now the bonus question, can you spell rhetorical? Because I sure can't. Sunday morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is the coffee episode. We are getting ready to go do a very special What's Good in the Hood. So we came out here, back out to the port, where it all started for me and you at least. And, or I guess just for you. But uh, yeah. it feels like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Same address, yeah. different street yeah. from the studio. Yeah, exactly. How about that? That's when That's I got to give no. you the life's a simulation a few times. But um, no, you said it beautifully. Big shout out to Claire Pro, Southside Kids, who came on and joined us and talked about all the great things she does at our home away from home in the south side for all the kids and underserved uh just social programs and stuff that are going on down there she comes on great chat no beat or beat those cheeks this week just kind of straight informative what she got going on what's kind of coming up but she did definitely cut up with us a little bit we got her to open up for sure yeah absolutely big shout out and then shout out jake and steve from good sports coming on last week uh they dropped their merch that they blessed us with uh right after the episode that came out last week we also have their full video episode which got up on youtube yesterday if you're listening to this Monday morning, which, ooh, buh, 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 breaking news. We're not dropping on Thursdays anymore. I think we're going to drop, Ralphie, should we tell the people that it's going to be Monday for this episode and then probably we're thinking Tuesdays every week moving forward based on how our schedules are going with the couple next couple guests we got lined up, when we're going to do the intros. But for the foreseeable future, after today, Tuesday morning, the pod will be live and direct in your ear holes for you to enjoy or hate. It is up to you. Yeah, you can save it till Thursday if that's yeah, your yeah, 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 Or yeah, whenever you yeah, got a chance yeah. during the week. If you don't like change, like it'll still be there on Thursdays. Like I listen it. to a lot of my podcasting in the car. So, well, yeah. it's funny you say that because we did say that when like me and Fancy Bread and Andy first started that like, and it was right during COVID, and we were worried that like because people weren't driving to work yeah. and stuff anymore that people didn't listen to it. I'm someone who listens to podcasts over music like 95 percent of the time anyway. So, I when I'm doing shit around the house, I'll play one in the background, but it doesn't get the same attention as it would in the car. I listen to them when Chef plays them at volume 150 down in the kitchen, and I'm upstairs and I can hear him. I never heard him listen to a podcast, but I like the music. 
music he plays. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's a lot of the housekeeping stuff, Ralphie. What else is going on? I mean, we did drop a questionnaire video last week and shout out everybody who jumped in here. And uh, We got four or five ones here that yeah. we're going to go through we're in a little bit. We're going back to basics, the basic thugonomics of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the Force podcast. It down people's we throats. want you to call in and Make be interactive. Yeah, 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 it's called the Anybody Could Do This because anybody can do it. Are you anybody? I think you are. <laughs> if you're listening, uh, unless bad you're, news. Unless you you're are. one of those Mexican aliens that they just showed at the oh, Congress. Like this? It's three foot tall. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, uh, no. Not um, a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ralphie, that's actually a great little segue because speaking of questionnaire, speaking of aliens, our dear and loyal friend Julian will be coming on in two weeks I believe to do another conspiracy episode so we're asking people what conspiracies do you want us to go through basically last time we did 9-11 so that's off the board I think yeah we also did I got in an argument with somebody last night about 9-11 <laughs> at a birthday and, party uh, dude it was funny go it on. was funny no I'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> Everybody's allowed their opinions, yeah, but yeah. like, oh my god, I uh, can't imagine. That's of course you did. Like, there was yeah, no, yeah. it was like a, it was like a group bashing. Like ten people were like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people coming out of the woodwork and stuff. Like, uh, um, but yeah. So jump on the questionnaire. We got free swim on there now, which is basically short form counterpunch. You can kind of say whatever you want. Run the questionnaire. We'll be dropping questionnaire videos. I think a little bit more regularly. Julian messaged me recently too. All hype about it. He's like, "I'm getting a tattoo for this." I saw that. <laughs> Dude, he literally did. He got a conspiracy moon landing denier. Tat that tattoo's fire. I did like that. I appreciate it. I appreciate like things fire. like yeah. that. Yeah. So I think we found our episode drop graphic for when he comes. We'll just do that. Um, or re or we'll recreate the moon landing ourselves, just yeah, like they yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we got a couple conspiracies we're gonna go through, but throw them in on the questionnaire. If any catch our eye, we'll do those too. Uh, anything else, Ralphie? Before we get into these questionnaires. Uh, the same old random, uh, shameless plugs. Catch me at yoga Tuesdays and Thursdays. How and about gongs that? last Saturday each month, as always. October 28th, Shadyside, 530, 8 o'clock, double gong session. Sign up for both of them. Double gongs. Uh, hour and a half. It'll be worth your while. 30 bucks. Best 30 bucks you can fucking spend. Erwin, it's 10 bucks <laughs> just because it's all in house. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Production level. Production, gets up yeah. we, it, like it's a thing there. Shady side. It's not a thing. You know, uh -huh. when you, when you sell out a stadium, you know, the yeah, yeah, that yeah. Taylor Swift ticket ain't as much as it would be at stage AE. Oh, speaking of that, not to interrupt you. Do you know who Zach Bryan is? He's like the new hot guy from West Mifflin. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, nah, then I don't. <laughs> so, okay, so and you're pretty in the know of like pop culture. I don't know. Yeah, you are. Country you are. at all though. Like Dude, he's like kind of premier. He's playing PPG. The cheapest ticket is three hundred and ten. I haven't <laughs> But th that's what I'm saying. You don't know who he is, and this cheapest ticket's three hundred dollars. It's crazy. Anyway. Uh, I'm very disappointed with how inflation is hitting the music industry and uh every concert ticket I've recently tried to purchase has been enough for me to buy the whole crew tickets yeah, instead of yeah, solo. Yeah. Like I used to, I used to spend 400 for tickets and like we brought a bunch of people yeah, with that. Yeah. Now that ticket just gets me there. Yeah. Two people. Yeah. <laughs> gets it is, me there. Yeah, half the seriously. Time. Yeah. It is crazy. I guess I always thought concert tickets were expensive, but uh, those fucking fees too. the fees are what uh, fuck you fees. I, I, this is a random inflation number that crossed my, 
desk. path the other day. Yeah, it came across my desk. I've been out of the know at McDonald's for a long time. Me too. What do you think a McChicken costs nowadays? Ooh, I actually, so it's funny you say this because I went to McDonald's probably like a year and a half ago and I was shocked at how little I got for how much I spent. A McChicken meal or just a sandwich? Just a sandwich. Remember they used to be 99 cents? I think now they are seven ninety nine. Oh man, we're gonna get there. But uh, right now they are four ninety nine. Still, might as well. That's be. fucking like, crazy. That's crazy. You can get a whole rotisserie chicken for four ninety nine at Costco. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, we're doing the questionnaire before Ralph gets into it. All right, so just as a reminder, our new promotion here at the Anybody Can Do This Show is our favorite response every week on the questionnaire will get a free. Anybody can do this. I might t-shirt. make a jingle for it. Ooh. Do 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 response of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut that and that's the jingle. Like, great job. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Nick, at the 940 mark. Um, okay. So the first question we asked, and uh shout out to everybody who jumped in here this week, uh, is a cut off a tank top. Why or why not? Al the Don said, nah, cut off can cut any way yins want. Uh skater Rob jumped in here, our boy OG. Uh, former host. I guess it depends on how you cut the sleeves off, but generally I will say no, it is not. Thoughts on that, Ralphie? I agree. No, it's not. Uh, you could cut it like Mike fucking Tyson would cut it, where yeah. his full rib cage yeah, is out yeah, and it's yeah. still sleeveless shirt. Okay, fair enough. It's the neck, man. It's the neck. <laughs> from- <laughs> fair. Uh, our boy Nathaniel Morton, uh, my homeboy, former two-time guest on the show, I think, at least once. No, a cutoff is a cutoff. A tank top is a tank top. A cutoff is a wannabe tank top that may not even want to be a tank top. That's a tongue twister. Not to sidetrack what's going on here, but we've gone like my whole life calling a white tank top a wife beater. And like, how does that still fly? Like, when does that get canceled? It doesn't. I think that goes for life. canceled when I was a kid. I remember I said that in front of my mom just time. I just said, can I get a pack of beaters? And she was not happy at that phrase. Still, Walmart recognizes the wife beaters. (laughs) Well, I don't know if Walmart is necessarily. (laughs) Target, I feel like it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. They're recognizing it. No, I think those are called ribbed undershirts technically on the package now. Mandela <laughs> is nothing sacred. Thought, wait a minute. <laughs> wait nothing a minute. Sacred. You thought like the package at Target said wife beater shirts on them? No, you didn't. I'm pretty sure. Like, no they way. Might have- Ralph, 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 come on. But w- You're fucking with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking at least the label that has the price tag. Like No way. Wife dude. beater. No way, dude. Are you kidding? Hit the questionnaire. What you think about wife beaters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should they be canceled or not? I yeah. hate wife well, beaters. Well, that's not the question. I think the question is where they where they labeled in store in mass packaging as wife beaters. I want to say fruit of the loon might have <laughs> no might have might have peas to the public. You're crazy. They know your audience. Yeah. If you're in the no, and if I you're in them, I would if you're in them. the mid south of America, the mid south. You're wearing what? a tank top. And Where's the mid south exactly? Like I don't Virginia? know. Virginia. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. Virginia. Yeah, 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 Virginia yeah. to Alabama. <laughs> You're probably wearing a white tank top. Alabama's the deep south. You're probably wearing a white tank top and have had to apologize for smacking your wife a few times. (laughs) 
because the heat, because the heat, yeah, yeah, only because yeah. the heat makes, got it makes to you that day. Act up. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Begrudgingly apologize. Yeah, hits you with an elbow. Oh, this is right. the heat in this beater. <laughs> <laughs> and Ralphie, I think this next one is, if I'm not mistaken, are do your little jingle. Do 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 do. The response of the week. <laughs> Shout out to Greens Dealer, who responded to the cutoff tank top question with negative. Cutoffs are t-shirts, second lives. That's, which I th That's my favorite yeah, sometimes fucking outlook laughing, on that. Sometimes it's going to be profound. I think this was a little mix of That's both. the real estatement. It should be in a dictionary that way. <laughs> to me, like right now, prime example, I'm wearing this shirt right now. It has sleeves. I'm going to wash it and cut the sleeves off. Brand new, yeah. Yeah. Brand new yeah. fucking shirt. Brand new fucking shirt. Well, third shirt because it belonged to your nephew at first. <laughs> nah. My nephew had way bigger titties than me. He actually had them reduced <laughs> <Really>? surgically. <laughs> yeah, and his insurance paid for it. How about that? Shout out insurance. You don't hear that enough. Take that, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ralphie, you want to read this next set of Where questionnaires? Uh, right here. Uh, briefing. Yeah. Okay, so we asked, what would a camping trip be like with neighbor and Ralph? And Al the Dawn said, a lot of booze and food. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And uh, one of them will wake up with their ass in pain, but never tell. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Al the Dawn. If that's because I don't know how to shit in the woods, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that's actually very funny because uh, Al the Dawn, right close personal friend of both of ours, more so me, uh, no one has shitting problems like Al the Dawn. So if we want to make fun of people on air, we can make fun of people on air. Let's I'm not going to make any fun of anybody. I will. If they have IBS. <laughs> we don't make fun of medical that's diagnosis. Bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> My dad had loose bowels. Literally. My dad had loose bowels. Yeah. It was... Okay. I cleaned up a lot of yeah. shit in my life. Next. Yeah. Skater Rob chimed in and said, I have to see it to believe it first. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I'm city slicking. Response. Fuck you, But Bobby. probably no tent and lots of good food, hopefully some beers and a fire because that's the most important part. Shout out cameraman Narf. Just jumping in. Watch it. Camera. Don't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll Howdy ho, neighborino. There's in, a fire at the flea market? In the streets. Oh, in the yeah. streets. Right in the streets. I got an old couch we're going to burn if West Virginia if West Virginia wins. Last night. Let's burn that yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. If they lose, let's burn that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. All right, keep going. Uh, Nathaniel Morton said, hiking in the forest while smoking weed, obviously. Welcome back. Coming back to the tent to find out raccoons have eaten your hamburger buns. We're going through questionnaire results. And our edibles, too. Joke's on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those raccoons, yeah, sickest hamburger buns yeah. ever. Um, we're going through the questionnaire right now. The question is, what would a camping trip be like with neighbor and Ralph? There's been some fun. We're supposed responses. to go camping with you one of these days. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get a first hand. To month. the Yellow King... Yeah, it, it looks were like you, it. Were, were, yeah, you, yeah, were you yeah, fishing? Yeah, yeah. Were, you, were you just fishing on the other side of, like... Right, Never stay focused, Island. Stay focused. Stay focused. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought I seen y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Green <laughs> Greens dealer said, uh, "Lots of realizing it's hard to live in the wild. Question questionable cooking of the food over the fire. Laughters that travel over the river and through the woods." Yeah, if you're laughing like you're laughing now in the woods, you're going to give up our 20 to oh, predator I, immediately. Exactly. And we're done. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm going to have to tell you, like, stop laughing. If you yeah, give up yeah, if you yeah. give up our location, yeah, the yeah. Charlie. <laughs> All right, and then let's go through a couple of these free swims here, and we'll toss over, and we got a flea market to get to. Don't tell nobody what we're doing. I <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. Um, okay, and now now, f- now they know. Now we're gonna get we're gonna get accosted at the flea yeah, market. Yeah, please. Our, I got warrants. Our ravenous fans, please don't come up to us and interrupt our artistic. <laughs> our that, the flea market would be where our fans would be yelling <laughs> at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. It's Merv and Mike D. Those are our fans. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, Greens Dealer on the free swim. Love you guys. Don't forget us, little people. When you make it big, we were actually well, just well, actually, talking Greens about that. Dealer. You're gonna have to DM me and tell me who you are yeah, and yeah. what size shirt you wear. I'm actually. And if you're a Greens Dealer, like you know. So other things you can talk I, I about. I got some money. Let's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, take yeah, a, yeah. I'll buy a smoke sack or two. And we were actually talking off mic yesterday. Like, I'm looking forward to forgetting the little people. That's, like, what I want to do. Yeah, Richard who? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We did have, a, I had a funny conversation where I, where I was like, I don't know if I could go on someone else's. I was asked to do another podcast, and I was like, I don't know if I really want to go on another podcast. Because I just don't think I would have fun. And... You know, you fucking you want you want the milk. It's right here. The cow's right here. <laughs> Am, <laughs> I the cow? Week. Am I the cow, oh, bro? <laughs> he said earlier. He goes, children of all ages. I go, can children be all ages? It was. It got weird. Um, yeah, I'm a child. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Nathan- child of God and light. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nathaniel Morton. The consistency of the show is admirable. Neighbors laugh is undefeated. Love you guys. Big ups to Nate. Shout out Carrick Hoops. Uh, Skater Rob. He lo- shouted out Carrick Hoops. No, he's the coach of Carrick Hoops. I shouted out Carrick Hoops. I thought he shouted out Carrick Hoops. As an Alderdice alum, too. So, like, I had some, some battles Carrick's No, but City League, both in the City League. Mayo went to Carrick for a minute. That's all I know. I used to cut a Rite Aid in Carrick, and uh, they paid me to clean their parking lot, and it was the worst parking lot. Cigarette butts and uh, syringes. That's Carrick for you. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, that's what I think of Carrick. Cigarette and, butts and syringes. <laughs> That's what they missed. I, I figured they was all in there stirring their coffee with the needle. Oh, my God. All right, we're done. We're selling this. Claire, sorry. I um, forgot, yeah, I yeah, forgot yeah, who yeah, this guest yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I hope no one's parents are listening to this. Like I do. This doesn't this is, reflect the guest. This reflects me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The thoughts and opinions of the host. I'm a child. Um, I'm still a child. Yeah, so that's it, and that's all. Big shout-out to Claire. Big shout-out to you for listening. Um, but if you sh- hit the doo-doo-doo, response of the week you will get a t-shirt yep so unless you're a larger fella we don't have no yeah, more two x's two x we're done with that we could send you maybe a bumper sticker to put on your chest yeah if you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're a big guy keep your opinions to yourself uh so without Lose any- a couple pounds <laughs> ralph's talking in the mirror i think that's what he said when i someone told in. me that the other day they're like well you lose a couple pounds in a rip and i was like damn yeah <laughs> damn <laughs> just when I thought this was just going to be a nice, relaxed Sunday morning, we're talking about stirring our coffee with heroin. You needles. need that motivation sometimes. Stir your coffee with whatever you could stir it with. Stir the pot. <laughs> Call a motherfucker fat. That's what'll get him moving. <laughs> Without any further ado, we present to you, sorry again, to Claire Pro. Yeah, we love the kids. We love you, Claire. Thank you. Well, we were talking at um, the street spring market before you came that like I, we both were laughing that you came up to us and pressed us and we're like, when am I coming on the pod? Like, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. So yeah. I'm glad that we finally made it work. Yeah. So um, welcome to our humble abode. We talked about it a little bit, but I think we both wanted to start just kind of maybe your connection to the South Side without 
Southside kids first? Like, did you? How did you get to the Southside? Are you born and raised, or no, moved I grew here later? Up in Somerset, Pennsylvania, and then went to Duquesne University. Okay. So I signed my first lease in the Southside in 2009 as a senior, and then stayed here ever since. Wow. Okay. So yeah. you've seen the Southside not only different iterations of itself, but how it fits into different chapters of your life too. That's got to yeah, be pretty crazy. Yeah. So I've crazy. been like a college student young professional and now you know wife and mother um so it's it's grown with me i mean things are different obviously it's like funny now uber and stuff i just tell people I'm like you know you used to call yellow cabin in three hours yeah. they would come yeah, pick you yeah. up or you like, waited for a jitney and like <laughs> hope that they were a nice guy like yeah yeah like, yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah. like one like that was the plan and stuff so i it's funny now i think people are so much more mobile like sometimes i see pit athletes down here, which I always think is shocking. Cause I'm like, that was one, never a thing before. Cause like getting over to pit is hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're an athlete, you're there all the time. Yeah. And so now there's like pit cheerleaders and pit wrestlers who've moved across the street from us. And I was like, Oh, it's like, because there's Uber and all these kids just Uber everywhere. And online class and stuff too. I've got to imagine that like the class in person schedule has got to be a lot less demanding whatever that like you got you don't have to be in class probably as much as you're used to so you can live in different neighborhoods yeah. as a college kid yeah, so it's definitely evolving i feel like the university life down here too um and then i worked for carnegie mellon for a long time in marketing communications met my husband in florida and then he moved back here to pittsburgh um and then we you know stopped renting and bought a house had a kid and then that's how i started Southside Kids. And have you always been like in a certain section of Southside or like cars? Have you lived yes. all over? Like, yeah. No, we don't need to dox you or have all yeah. like the paparazzi outside your crib. But like, I'm just curious if like college, college Claire found one side better than like maybe mom Claire. Uh, so it was 22nd Street and like Sydney on one corner, college freshman. Like, you know, now I work at Ormsby a lot. So I like look at the places I cause debauchery. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Like, That's got to be a weird little walk into work sometimes. So it was like, in the and morning. I'll tell people and I'll be like, oh, never mind. I was going to say something else. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, we're in for something. We live in the something else, Claire. So yeah, yeah feel free to say whatever you want. So we I, got a great editor if we need it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the what? We all grow I'm up, Claire. I'm always with like, you know, different moms. And I'm like, well, that's the house I lost my virginity in. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, that happens right. to most of us if we're lucky at some point. Yeah, I became a woman in this house. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, no. So, and then we moved, like, I moved just around the corner and was there for like almost a decade. And then I have hunted houses down here for a long time. My parents have always been interested in real estate. So we made tons of offers and then ended up getting a great place on 19th Street. So my brother, it's like funny that what you say, have I ever moved? Not really. Whenever he came to visit the first time after we bought our new house, we walked to Carson and Permanis is right there. And he just is like, oh, so you haven't really ever moved. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. stayed like That's in a good buoy for anybody is Permanis yeah. down there. It's pretty hard to forget where that is or the first time you go there probably for him. Well, I break Southside down in like quadrants. Like I would argue that like the Birmingham Bridge 18th on the Riverside is its own. And then like 18th to 10th on the Riverside is its own. And then like 10th to 8th, you know, it's like, and then the other side of Carson, like past the Birmingham Bridge, is kind of the country to me. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That does feel like when you live down here, because I was down here for 
six years on 21st street um and like as you go towards homestead that does basically feel like you're just in mckeesport at that point like yeah. you do feel like you're like so it's far more developed now yeah but and even like the other way like mckees rocks like i just went down there today i didn't even know there was like an aldi down there and i was like i, I lived in the south side north side for my whole life basically and i've never come down here like i went to the rock scene a few times but like that's like that's even more so that feeling of like <laughs> foreign country over there yeah whatever. it's like you're very you know, I think each each quadrant of Southside kind of has its own, own stitch. But I would say the 18th to Birmingham Bridge, Riverside, is the best quadrant of Southside. Hands down. We're a little partial to further down the street, closer here to 11th Street. Mm -hmm. But we don't like to we don't like to play favorite kids here. Okay. We're just big Southside. We're a Southside <laughs> family, if true and true. You're you're more you're kind of like a part time dad when it comes to that. I, yeah, I give or take the Southside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's got its good days and it's bad yeah, days. Some, for yeah, yes, some yeah. days good, some days bad. Right. So it's clear you've kind of been tied into the neighborhood for a long time. I mean, you've been here for shoot almost. 15 years now at this point and um how does the Southside kids organization start or how does your interest start in all that i'm sure it, a lot so, different than what it looks like now yeah and it just um it started out i work in social media and was on a freelance and you know it was kind of right when facebook groups were becoming like really lucrative that's how people were making conversions that's how i so they asked me we want to start a facebook group for something else and i was like you know i've noticed this need for not anything more than just a place that existed that said when story time was, when kinder sports was, when family play shop was, you know, for moms to connect. And so it just happened to be a Facebook group. So it really just started just a Facebook group. Like, at, you know, in social media, you have to do a lot of stuff on your own and then bring it back. So like a Cardi Melanie did social, but it had to have like collection by Claire and Claire pro and like the fashion show and all of that stuff. Cause like you have to go out and practice all of these new tools or all of these different trends and then bring it back to an audience where you're talking to 500,000 people and nail it on the first time. Right. Um, so I felt like, you know, any, I'm sure a lot of people in my same sector and career, just, you have to build it kind of on your own a little bit and then take that to a business and say, Oh, this is what I can apply here. So I didn't have experience in Facebook groups. I had to go build it, see how it worked, and then take it back to the, the client and be like, yeah, we can do this. Like, now I know how to do it. Yep. Um, so that's how Southside Kids started. And it was just this, like, really simple Times New or Arial font yeah. or whatever right. of, you know, Southside Kids in Rainbow. And then someone on Facebook who doesn't exist on Facebook anymore, which I don't know what I'm going to do, sent me the current logo a few years ago. But somehow I like deleted a bunch of old oh, files. No. And My then biggest his messages nightmare. are like gone on Facebook. Oh, it says no. like You've never met him in real life. No. Yeah, it's, it's, right. It, if you're listening, David C, David M. I we know you are, David. Both yeah. David C or David M. <laughs> yeah, that's not know. even like close to each other. You know what I mean? It's like you can't even like misread your handwritten note on that. No, it's like, it's is like that a, an M and N? The name of the file. Like, like, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Oh, my God. So we We're just, very similar. I don't have the high-res photo of that. So, like, please, if you're listening, send that to me again. And thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I've never met this person. He just messaged me one day and was like, hey, I live in the South Side. I'm a graphic designer. I thought you could use a new logo. Here it is. Nice. Nice, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's and that's got to speak a little bit to, that's got to be probably one of the first times where you like felt like this is resonating with people, maybe even a little bit. Like when you can get people to do something without asking and kind of like on their own time, that's huge. That's at least like, it, we talk about that all the time. We've been lucky enough to have people support us in that way. And it's like. And that's how Southside Kids is. You know, it's a, it's a lot of the parents. So I remember the first, there was a few other uh, parents and I who I reached out to a lot and we kind of had our own group chat like, 
I don't know, we'd have people trying to join from Chicago or someone would share, hey, there's this cool group and, you know, the general things to do in Pittsburgh and it's, they didn't live in the South Side and if you're not part of the South Side, it's really not relevant to you because it is a children-based group. So, you know, there's local community groups, there's neighborhood groups, there's citywide groups, there's statewide and there's federal and stuff and we just try very hard, I guess we, it's just me, to stay at that local, local level. So it does feel like a mom can just post in any parent, but it's, you know, Southside Kids is also what we learned is not only just about the kids, it's about the moms. Sure. Um, and so during COVID, we experienced a lot of like, wow, these moms have lost their their group, the, the women that they Socializing, saw all, the all that stuff's important. Yeah, And right. so how can we create a space where like a mom or a parent can just say, hey, can anyone meet up at the playground? And you know, it's not going to have someone in the account that could be anywhere dangerous or, you know, so stuff like that. So we have to keep a pretty tight lid on who joins Southside Kids, but I think that's part of the success too. It's been so localized that it has a high, you know, because it, people come to it and then it has a high conversion rate for those people um, because it's super relevant to them and it's a safe space. And is that something that like you struggled with in the beginning in terms of like, I think that thought process of like staying local, like when you first start something, Southside Kids, anybody can do the show, whatever it is, I think most people's natural thought process or reactions, I want to get as many people involved from as I can. Like, was that how Southside Kids started? You were really always focused on kind of localized, like staying here and, and trying to just gain the support that way. So I hail from data. And that was, I ran the metrics department at, in the marketing communications at Carnegie Mellon. So Southside Kids success rate would net, like there are impressions, like having more followers in our group, like that's not really like, I, you know, run other people's accounts. So like if you're running for judge, having more followers is good. You know, sure. if you're trying to be an influencer and you're trying to create conversions for Dove or something. Yes, you want to have tons of followers. That's not um, a KPI. That's not yeah. a key performance yeah. indicator of Southside Kids. A key performance indicator of Southside Kids like, is, of course, more parents joining, but like, there's only so many parents. And so, right. so it's like there's 400 people right now in Southside Kids, and I'm like, where are it's these amazing. 200 yeah. sets of families at? You know? Yeah, just, right, yeah. Um, so I feel like they're you could only go so far, but like what our key performance indicators are for Southside Kids is having more events, is um, making sure that like we're working with partners to give free things to the people in our community who need it. We had a family a few months ago this summer who they've been around all of us. They've existed around all of us for a few years, but until we got to know the family a little bit more, we didn't know the kids needed tennis shoes. We didn't, so it's like that helping out that family, calling on the neighbors who know of Southside Kids, saying, "Hey, we need some Amazon donations." We put a wish list together, keeping it very private, and then being able to provide those kids with shoes to go back to school and everything. Awesome. Um, so that like being invited to sit at the table. So when I get invited to go to a meeting with you know Parks and Rec or big meetings and like that's that's a key performance indicator. That means like we're doing something. We're yeah. meeting with the right people we're changing the neighborhood because there's stuff the Southside kid works on behind the scenes that stop signs. Like we are having a major issue with the intersection at 22nd and Carson street. And then of course, 22nd and city street right around our Ormsby park. Um, so a big, I mean, since 2018, I've been working to make this intersection better and it's only gotten worse. Um, so then there's stuff like that happens when you're like, I have no voice, like I'm not doing anything. Uh, but then, you know, we're going to give around 500 pumpkins away to kids this year. So. The backpack drive you just did, stuff like the that. The backpack right, drive yeah. was one of the most amazing events we've ever done. It was just so authentic. Over 100 weird. backpacks, Over I thought I saw. Backpacks. Yeah, that's Stuffed amazing. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we had a, maybe close to $1,000 in cash donations that we were able to go out and purchase stuff. And then it was 
it was a different kind of crowd that you know usually come to I feel like Southside events. So I think it just meant that we were hitting more people, and then we were specifically targeting people in need who needed a hot meal, needed backpacks for their children, and. You know, a lot of people are like, why doesn't Pittsburgh Public provide this? A lot of it's not for just at school. It's for when you're doing homework at home. So it's yep. making sure that that child can succeed outside of the classroom. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great point because often you hear about these programs, which are great, free lunch at school, stuff like that that are important. There's a lot of hours that kids are awake that are not 7 a.m. to 3. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and to your point, it's if you can't focus during your three to seven, like for your seven to three, if you're worried about things you need, like, yeah, it just is kind of like a domino effect from there. So that's like, not saying that the school programs and kind of things like that are perfect, but they are there. So it's nice to hear like people focus in these other spaces of there's a lot of other time or when school's closed or all these other things where, and COVID I guess was a big hope. One of the positives of COVID is at least from my point of view, it felt like a lot of people did look into that stuff where, all right, now schools are closed. There's a lot of kids who don't have, free breakfast, yeah. free lunch, whatever. Like, how do we, ch- um, uh, out in Plum, when we went to Lee Lulo's Pizza, she's someone who jumped in and started providing free meals for kids out there, like, during lunchtime and stuff. So, like, that's awesome. That also makes me think, like, is there any, like, event, time, person that you can think back to that really made the, sh- kind of made you shift the group from kind of, like, here's what's going on in the South Side to, like, an activist group, basically? Um... Bringing on Rich Chucka as a partner within the last two years has probably changed a lot because he provides a venue, he provides space. And so one thing that we found when we did our first water carnival a few years ago um, and he provided chicken tenders and french fries was like, these kids like sat there and ate like 30 chicken tenders and stuff. And it was like, these kids have it. This is the most food they've had all summer. Right. Um, so that kind of spear rocketed into like, how do we... Then, then we kind of got on, he did 1,000 meals, and now we had a goal this year of 2,000 meals, and we passed that already. Um, but how do we make sure? And at our parks, you know, we have them in our neighborhoods, and that's where I think our most vulnerable communities are, from homeless people to, I mean, it's a free space. And so if you are some, any, any group that works with a free space, you have tons of vulnerability. Um, variety of people who have mental needs health needs all of these things so we found that permitting all that stuff we were talking mm-hmm. just about that off mic like even when before we turned on like us with the derby and stuff like you always got to worry about stuff like that well that's why it's nice that i get to work so closely with the city yeah right <laughs> i'm sure that's like looking back yeah. now like you're like oh my god if i had this x amount of years ago i could have done so yes. many more but yeah sorry go ahead there are some and so the funding is now increased but even that so Southside kids is a collective structure it's not a nonprofit. It's not a 5013C. Um, you know, I always say we'll never be one. I guess I can't say never. But it keeps us very local. Like, Giant Eagle won't work with you unless you're a 5013C. And I'm like, fine. Then we don't want to work with you. Right. Yeah. So, like, a lot of my funding comes from, like, the local judge or the local politicians. But Southside Kids almost operates for free. So, if, like, it's pie day and we want to, like, go to the school or we want to go to um, the rec center and talk about, like, 3.14, then it's, like, 50 bucks in pies and I have luckily a plethora of neighbors who are happy to always just be like yeah here take that just say it's for me yeah um so it is it is a nice tight-knit community but it's nice because it it does run there's i think part of the reason we started Southside kids and my big thing is like everything we ever do has to be free i don't even like to share stuff that costs money on across the social media i'm like it should like everything i i want Southside kids to do should be accessible to everyone that's great um so we now i think are in the sixth year of working with Home Depot providing pumpkins to all the kids in the neighborhood um, 
the 2,000 meals we provide, the breakfast with Santa. We have like oh my, over 500 toys. Um, that That's awesome. For that. Where's that? The breakfast with Santa. That is at Chupka's Cafe too. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, okay. He, like decorates like starting in November. He does a really great job Love and that. then provides all this breakfast. So this year we're going to have it on a Saturday. Last year we had it during the school day and then this year we're going to have it on a Saturday. So we hope even more families awesome. come. If you need some backup Santas or elves. I was just thinking is. like you got a Santa costume. We do have Santa. I'm sure, yeah, they have to have it. Yeah, no. Well, if he gets sick, you need an under, or some elves. Maybe we could be elves. We get, I'm down. I I was an elf way back when. Wore some white tights. We don't have to get that crazy. But yeah, yeah. No, but. um, So it's a lot of fun. So that. When is that? Sorry, you said. That is December 16th. Okay, okay, great. Saturday, December 16th is that. And then our first, uh, my husband and I put on our first pumpkin patch for the, and that was just a small neighborhood drive i invited the moms to the library like handed out flyers there we just shut down our block um and now it's grown to like now we don't even have it on our house at our house anymore now it's at the city parks and then city parks involved in the fire station and we get tons of donations i mean we had an amazing beer cart last year um that's, that's not talking my language yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then so we had to have that on the other side of the street but, yeah like, <laughs> smart everyone yeah. came back you know who works in the city or whatever works around and was like so the big thing about your party was um the free beer yeah imagine that. I was that. like everything's yeah. free yeah so that's yeah how it right works. oh yeah exactly <laughs> so, but it's i don't know it's, it was a harvest fest um and i think to your point that goes back to it's Southside kids but it's just as important for these events for the adults as it is for the kids and like you're talking about the moms missing socialization kids like all that stuff it is important the Southside's gone through many different phases iterations and will continue to do that I think but there is something one of the most cool unique things is there are these groups of people who have decided no matter what, like this is where they are, whether it's people who've been here in their old family homes since it was like a mill neighborhood to people like you who come here for college, get hooked to it, don't leave, or just people who move here, however they may be. There is like, the Southside does have that group of neighbors. Like that's what it is, you know what I mean? So it's, I mean, again, kids events, party events, block parties, all that stuff is important for everybody in the family. And um, I'm sure I speak for myself for this, but I feel like, if you make that commitment down here, you probably do like to drink and stuff. So that's why we do like, there is a big group of parents. That's why we like to go out to restaurants and like encourage them to have um, kids menus and stuff. Cause there's not that much down here like that. Right. Um, so that it is more of a holistic, like, yeah, you can come here and like actually enjoy yourself. Like any, as you have your entire life in the right. South side. Yep. And probably back to South side roots. I mean, someone told me that like every building or whatever that has those glass blocks was probably a bar. Yeah, right. Because you never used to be able to see into them. Like I think yeah. that was like the law or whatever. And I just yeah, I think it was like that. It was. It, it's a drinking town. Yeah, and, and, well, I, it's, and okay. it's the most bars per capita. Like in whatever that stat is, like more so than Bourbon Street, all that stuff. And like, yeah, it, I think your relationship with party and alcohol is probably a little different than when you start down here in college. But like you said, if you make that commitment to be down here, you're, it's probably a part of your life in one way or another, or not a hindrance to you. And you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. And I mean, the South side gets a lot of press, some good, some not so good. So it is like important to keep at the forefront of the mind that there is just like people who live here, like any other neighborhood that it's not just a bar. It's not just a retail neighborhood. You know what I mean? No. And it's, it's not just like, kids neighborhood either or i mean a like 21 year old when i say kids neighborhood and i think that's part of like you know there's all this nighttime safety that everyone's focused on and stuff and then i feel like sometimes it's just like a team of one like last year i mean last year on the parks was pretty bad i think everyone was coming off covid we only had a few pools open 
Um, and Orzu was one of them. So we had, you know, a child with a gun on the park. We had someone assault someone. Like, there was a, a baby that was left for a long time. Um, so we just had all these issues. And it was, like, me and I feel like two other female. And we was just, like, every day we would just stand there and be like, all right, what's going to throw at us now? But right. it was just us working towards daytime safety. Um, so with that, you know, I hammered our police commander every day. I sent him an email. And was very sweet and asked them to send police down to the pool at like specifically 3 p.m. Um, because, you know, Southside Kids now, as my daughter ages, but as I'm looking around and having meetings with you know, the mayor's office and everything and kind of their request of what Southside Kids becomes for the community. Um, and how do we do we target these these kids, these 11 and 10 year old kids who are waking up at 2 p.m. in the summer and they're down at the pools at 3 and it just skyrockets into the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, so Southside Kids is going to be branching into athletics. Uh, that's kind of nice. where we're thinking um, of going next. So there's uh, an organization called Southside Bears and the Southside Athletic Association who we already work with. And just how do we amplify that? Um, how do we make it provide more year-long year, year -long programming? And a lot of it's just like we need families and community members to stand up and be like, yeah, I'll coach that soccer team. Right. Yeah, I'll coach that that baseball team and we'll make it work in Armstrong Park or Ormsby right. and stuff. And then we'll like get these kids active and doing stuff. Um, so Southside Bears does a great job of that, but they're just a football team, not just, but they're a football team. So I feel like all the pressure goes on them and to handle this and they can only really be there in the fall. Yep. Yeah. Um, so if we can start targeting like those 11 and 12 year old kids now, then in three years, they're not going to be on the park with guns. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of the next Next big step for Southside Kids is how to, you know, I feel like being a baby and having a toddler and having, you know, up to like Phillips goes through fifth grade. So I feel like we've got like infant through fifth grade at our elementary school. We've that covered pretty well. And then it's just how do we make sure we're engaging those teenagers um, and keeping them down here and keeping them active instead of like. Well, we've been kicking around an idea that's not necessarily a league, but maybe like a day or a weekend athletics thing that I think could definitely have a kids division to it. So maybe we'll talk about yeah, that, that off mic. And, and But that's, yeah, I think that's important too, similar to like the kind of after school hours programs, like just like that. Those like sixth, seventh, eighth grade years, fifth, sixth are like super formative years, you know what I mean? And like kind of one of those areas that has these, I guess weak spots you get you want to call it a uh, programming for people you know what i mean or just like sometimes we like you said the babies are kind of covered the older kids are almost on the own they're doing their own thing at that point so that's a pretty that's a pretty important thing to keep in the for i mean yeah and that's i coach youth sports it's hard it's not easy to find time to do it because you want to be into it it's got to be a commitment you got to be all that stuff but it's it's so important sports teams all well, that that's stuff how we started first this, friend groups for a lot of people yeah, the skate night at one up that's how it, it was I was getting some messages about a few boys in the neighborhood who just, you know, mom was working. It was just, it was not a need something to do something. And they were just like not being bad, but they were just pestering up and down the street and you know, what could be done. So that's how we started the skate night at one up was just like, I talked to Brandon and it yeah. was like, you can have older specifically boys, you know, girls are more welcome. Yeah. But like, it was like, you know, this would be clearly of interest to them. So he, um, we started doing it like once a month, we took a break for the summer, so we'll be picking that back up in October. 
Um, but it's free and he provides helmets and skateboards and he'll have like himself and three other guys there and they'll just work with kids on skating. Yeah. Um, so Shout out B. Goes. He wants one up to be a place that continues yeah. to be that for them. It's been that for a lot of groups of kids and they need, they need younger kids in there too. So that's awesome. That. And it's just, it's like people like him, it's red roses, florals, you know, downstairs yep. and stuff, Matt from streets on Carson and stuff like they just come out of the woodwork and stuff. Like we're doing, um, the street party, you know, that's coming Saturday and we're doing these nature bracelets. It's like a reverse piece of duct tape. And then the kids like put flowers on and pieces of grass and like make a nature bracelet. And so I like gently texted red roses about it and they're like on it. Yeah. Immediately. Right. Yes. And stuff. So I'm like, this is like, this makes Southside kids very easy. Um, our projects are really easy. We have great buy-in and long-term buy-in from our stakeholders. Um, and so, and it produces, you know, it converts for them. It, it I make sure, you know, think, goodness with our my marketing degree uh but like how do i make sure like this comes back so then i drive people into you know we our group and then drives people into their businesses um i think it lets you know like oh now i'm gonna order flowers from there um so just how do we get these businesses in front of our community and then make it a really symbiotic relationship um where we do have like you know families walking up and down carson street enjoying the retail and the the uh, restaurants that are available and I almost think that's like a silver lining of what you said of like giant eagle not working with you no shots at giant eagle but like that just that in and of itself is like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a good way of like now mom and pop businesses are helping mom and pop families which is a term I just made up but uh, yeah yeah you can have that one for free um but um yeah and that I think yeah 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 exactly um we just need like two percent if you ever sell t-shirts or anything like that um, yeah yeah we also might have to come down here and get you a nature bracelet that sounds right up your alley I don't know. That might be my birthday present to you for in a couple months from now. I might just make that. Yeah. You got anything else? I mean, I think we covered a ton of stuff so far. I don't know. Claire, is there anything else you want to promote coming up before we... You got the fashion show coming up. So, fashion is hard. So I... <laughs> I know. <laughs> look at me. Yeah, yeah look at me. T-shirts we're trying to sign for the last six months. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I think fashion has taken such a change. Um... So I've gone from like New York Fashion Week and, you know, influencer and stuff and like viral. And then it's just kind of like, I, I don't know that I liked the way the industry was going. And I think we've seen from like a lot of the top brands like Balenciaga, they've had a lot of drama, Kanye West, like there's just been a lot of things going on in the whole fashion Are world. Are you fashion person before your social, was that yes. like a life before? Well, I, okay. I mean, I graduated from marketing in 2010. So I feel like every single person, like the only job you could get was in social media. Yeah. Pretty much. So it's like started like that. And then I um, got moved into metrics and it kind of took you out of big picture thinking. Mm. And it just like yep. wasn't working for me. So it was just, oh, why don't you go do your own thing? I've kind of always like clothes. We'll just, you know, make this. And yep. Again, like I said, you have to have your thing on the side so you can go and practice and, and try all these different social practices and then bring them back to your client. Um, so that's how that started. So was much more like don't care about the environment, whatever, fast fashion. I just want to go to New York Fashion Week and like look cool. Um, so that's how it started. And then. Pittsburgh Fashion Week asked me if I would do a runway for them the first year we did it. I don't know if that was 2018, 19. Um, and so that was pretty cool. And that's when I got to meet a lot of the retail on Carson. But we're losing a lot of the retail on Carson. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so last year, Hurricane Ian managed to make landfall that day of the fashion show. So that like really bummed me out. Um, so it's, this year would be year five. I've talked to Brandon about it. We might, there's two, I don't know. I have two ideas. One, just like keep it 
as status quo and just move it to Brandon's shop and mm-hmm. then just like do everything the same, just have it there. Cool. Yeah. Um, which I would love, but it, we've lost probably like three shops since last year. And even, I mean, I think Brandon, I don't know when this is coming out. I know he's changing the shop to even, be, he's been posting, he's yeah. less focused on clothes and fashion and stuff in the shop even now too. Yeah. I just feel like we're all, and then there's Kate and Zed who like, I love what they, you know, they're, they're working fashion and you know, all of my husband's, you know, birthday gifts pretty much come from sets. Um, so like there's stuff that they do that just like, all right, this is perfect in fashion, but then there's just the two of them. And then we don't get anyone again until REI and Goodwill mm-hmm. and stuff. And then the other way it's like fig leaves gone. I guess that new like place seems to be in where that old place was. Um, but like Avalon fashion is gone. Hotbox. I just saw the rental sign went up in their shop. I think Nolak just left too. Yeah, did they leave? I, no, I like, think. No, they did. Really? Oh, wow. I yeah. didn't and then, like, that. people yeah. like Buffalo Exchange, like, it's hard to work with them because they need to know, like, last year. Yeah, right. And stuff. They're so, a franchise? They're like a chain? Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I've, like, always asked Savi Schnarmi and Goodwill. And so we've done it, like, a few different ways. Like, we did, I think, two in person, then co- one in person, then COVID hit maybe. And Pittsburgh Today Live came and we just did, like, all the retail or all the resale, which is really interesting. You know, Salsa or. Salvation Army, Three Rivers Vintage, there's a Slacker, Zed's, Kate's, um, Highway Robbery at Kate's, and then you get to Goodwill. So I think we do have like this great mecca for resale down here, uh, including Buffalo Exchange. And then it just, it's hard for people to do the fashion show. It's, you know, if we have it on Saturday, it's noon, it's like these business owners on their own business and they have families they have to get home to. So anyway, so we either just do status quo at Brandon's or... Um, Southside Kids has kind of started this new entrepreneurship series. Mm-hmm. So we went to the Pretzel Shop and Chupka's Cafe. We took the kids there this summer. Nice. And we went to um, La Petite Cafe and to Zed's. And so the kids could see like how to make pretzels and how they do that. And how then how a kitchen runs and then yeah. how a bakery runs and then how Zed's retail shop runs. And so after that, I was like, I guess we could do like the kids do like, a, like make a kind of fashion show where we just like have the kids come in and do do a few stores. I don't know. It's noodling around. It's just not a the video lookbook, like yeah, the new like version something. of a lookbook where you get someone to donate like camera and editing time. The kids can kind of have their fingerprints that on that. Yeah. And then like people can do that on their own time, send you the footage. You don't have to get everybody all in one place. And then you just, or you schedule the camera crew to go there on these dates. Like, again, you're just coming here and getting a great idea after great idea. If I do say so myself, but so that's the, I like that idea. Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like it's evolving. I don't think it's done. But I just like as a passion project for me, fashion is just not as high up. It is mm-hmm. like I just I don't know. Sometimes I, I hate the influencer community. I obviously as a former one, like work in that field. I know that that's like the way marketing works right now and stuff. I just can't wait for that bubble to pop. I just yeah. like there's so much packaging. There's so much, cra- you know, this like it's starting to it's it's, it's like it's amazon bit. stuff yeah. everywhere it's yeah. it's plastic it's everything um and stuff so i just feel like part of it's like i hate like su- buying into that and and i love what our retail resale retail does down here i think that's where like Southside really shines um is in this like resale but because we're keeping you know textiles in the market mm-hmm. right. and that's re- like making them maintain value and stuff and that's why i think what kate and zed do is is great and then of course brandon i mean i i loved it when he sold adidas because i was like but now i'm not because of like everything with kanye west and stuff so even like zed and i have had this conversation i've invested 
so much money in Yeezys over the past seven years or however long it is. And it's like, now what do you do? And, and like, it's this big, like, well, I guess, do you wear them anymore or don't you? But that was a look, like it finished my look for like seven years. And now I feel like that's not, can't really be part of my look anymore. Or can't, it, you know, it's just like, I just hate that that's become what fashion is. It's like. Well, and that's to your point. It's just way, fashion is just way too permeated in other areas of life like it used to just kind of be the standalone thing like kind of like whatever and now it's like just like like a lot of other things i think good and not so good for uh, some depending on what it is it's just like everybody wants like the 360 view of every like it's like what i'm into is my personality like unapologetically which is great most of the time but it's also like that just like very exhausting to a point where like it just feels manufactured a lot of aspect like it's like People want to put together a nice outfit that is technically like manufactured, like when you get down to the nitty gritty of the word. But like it now, when that just like feeling is everything in life, which social media, all that stuff. We talk about that all the time. You're like, we put a podcast out on social media, videos out every week, and both of us would say if you interview us, say we hate social media. Like you know what I mean? Like we don't like the interacting part, the all that other stuff. Like we like interacting with people who like what we do, but like kind of like the playing the game if you will it gets exhausting and it's like it's weird like feeding this machine you feel like you don't like you know what i mean it's a weird weird place to live in but yeah it's not like a very ethical um industry that's for sure it's just so it's just gluttony i feel like it's just like viewing gluttony we sit there on our phones and we watch these other people's lives this whole like family family vlogging which i've like never yeah. liked that crazy but now yeah. i feel like it's blowing up it's like all of these people who had six kids to but keep that's, their that's, followers and now it's like now they're it started with reality tv yeah. john and k plus eight like all that stuff like this is just the next iterate like, yeah right yeah, yeah exactly Osborne. or even like i do yeah. think like like i remember when i was a kid like like you think about like the national inquiry like even like the royal family was like the first version of like your family life on in the public eye, even if it's not necessarily like, now it's to your point, it's like this is what a normal standard family should look like, like the vlogging or whatever, it's crazy. Claire, you're gonna have to come back, we'll get, we've been talking about doing like a, not conspiracy episode, but just like, we. this was your plug, the Southside Kids, you're gonna have to come back and get into like the nitty gritty oh, of like, life's a simulation, if you will. I if that's your bag of, if that's that. your bag of tools. Yeah. All right, you would see, we were, we will come back for yeah well, <laughs> easy easy yeah. Right? Yeah. Rob was about to ask you if you think they're poisoning us with receipts but we'll save you that for next time I do so. have one so I haven't posted personally on social media so like my pinned post on both of my accounts is like I'm taking my bow like for you know obviously I have to we have to eat and stuff but like besides my community work or business work and stuff like I I post on Instagram story but like I have not shared anything on Facebook and just because it's not an ethical space I, data mining is where I'm like like, I don't think, I don't think we make our own decisions and stuff. Like there's, we used to do this at CMU all the time. We'd be like, LL Bean sleeping bag. And then we're like, yeah. did it come up on your phone? And stuff, like all of that. For sure. And so it just, I hate, I hate all of it. I hate the data mining. I hate the fact that like, it knows what I, you know, I always use the example about tampons. I know this is a bad example and stuff, but I'm always like, these tampons are bad. They're bad. You know, Roundup, it's bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're bad for us yeah. and stuff like, but these two, and then, but because P and G, whoever owns Tampax, you know, Procter Gamble, they can buy the market. They know exactly what every 20 to 35 year old woman is doing at this time. And when we go to the grocery store and when I'm looking here and yep. stuff, they can like influence me to make that decision where it's like, you're actually selling me a bad product. Well, and that, stuff that's dangerous, but like you own the market. Tied in. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I was gonna say, like, don't go down that rabbit hole, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like the whole I 
was literally going to warn you about that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. The I, data, the right data thing is crazy. Yeah, the data I go down that. I was, I was listening to a podcast on the way down. They were talking about how Nissan, how your car is the biggest data miner of you. That uh, listen to like the radio listening to everything. Yeah. Your phone's connected to it. Uh, the way it tracks your GPS to where you're going. It knows they were talking about how Nissan is so involved in wanting to know what our sex life is about. That's how sick their data is. I think just the phone's a place where you can just have that conversation. Like that's like, you think or whatever. it's not just the phone. Like I said, like, you yeah. know, whose right. house you're coming yeah, out of at right. three in the morning. Yeah. Like yeah. Nissan's wow. like, when do you we know when do you, yep. leave? Yeah, when do you right. leave? What do you do when yep. you cry? You know, like there's so yep, exactly. emotions yep. in your car and stuff. Yeah. I think like, and so I think we just, until, you know, Big Zuck and the like can, like, put a hamper on what what is going on. But how can they? They're That's the future. That's the new currency. Yeah. Yeah. The new, and it's, it's the cat's out currency. of the bag. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't put spilled milk back in the bottle to an extent. Like, it is, like, not to get dramatic. They just, I don't know if you've seen, like, that Oppenheimer movie, but, like, a big part of it is just, like, basically, like, yeah, the nuke is bad, but it's the idea that you can now create something that can end the world. That's truly, like, the the bomb that detonates, you know what I mean? Like that it's feasible that like the end of the world could be in somebody's hand, like tangibly. I think the same thing with this. It's just like you, what do you get? Outlaw phones. Everybody would rock. Like, what? What do you do? Like, you know what I mean. Like, Outlaw the data collection. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. you but fuckers, again, quit taking our data. Of like, they've been data collecting you. They've I been doing it for, for way before the. Phone. I think. Now, I think since not since the original nine eleven. Like you have like when you go into oh, Epcot, you scan. Disney's the phone. number one. And like, then, like yeah. Epcot is called like experimental people or something like whatever it stands for it's like an experiment on people. yeah right yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Stuff. and it's like you know like you'll be in there there's no security in the gift shop you're like man i could just like take whatever i want my mom's like you don't think that they have a thousand cameras on you right now like yeah every right interview, exactly. every yeah. zit like they can see everything and stuff it's just like i mean obviously yeah i worked at carnegie mellon for a long time um, and stuff. So like the stuff that those people would say, would just be like, what? Yeah. Right. What? Yeah, exactly. You hear some <laughs> yeah. true potential skeletons in the closet yeah, or whatever. Like, like uh, yeah, we get $700 million a year from the government to, to then you know security nothing. has an office here. It's like, like, yeah, the entire software engineering institute, like no one can go in it. Yeah. It's like all just dark web. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like it's crazy. It is. it is crazy. How about this? About 30, 40 minutes ago when we first started, you were worried about saying the word virginity and now we got the data mining. So that's kind of like I, what we yeah, do I, here. I, like, I, I told that. you we exist in the somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but I, this has been great. I mean, we really wanted to just kind of, you've been someone we see at a lot of events. We're tied into the South side. We started in the South side and uh, you are a perfect embodiment of anybody can do this in the best way possible for the neighborhood around you. So that's always the number one thing we we look at in this and we have some big events we would like to talk to you about kind of moving forward i know you've been at our derby and things like that before but i think we have some other things cooking we could definitely we've always talked about a backpack drive you beat us to it so um yeah this has been great where can people follow you find you what's we've talked um, about a lot of things coming at next. southside kids pgh facebook instagram we're not gonna get in we're, we're, no x yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah. There's We're enough off too. That's We're enough. Off too. I work with Still like another client, and it's yeah. like a campaign, and it's like you know, campaigns kicking back up, and yeah. I was like, I'm not even bothering. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter, Save right? yourself like, some energy. Yeah. 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 I was like, I was. I'm not a big tweeter in yeah. general. We had a huge fight about. Twitter. Yeah. One of our first arguments as friends was I don't, Twitter. I'm yeah, not yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah, I don't need a Twitter. In my I need a Twitter. lot in my apartment yeah. building screaming at Ralph, you need a Twitter. Well, like, for yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. what? You, you got right on one. one. Good yeah. enough. No, I deleted it. So, yeah. Well, yeah, we, yeah exactly. Was like, I worked in D.C. for a while and mine was like, 
following food trucks in DC. Cause like, that's like yeah. right when food trucks kind of hit the scene. I don't know. It was like 2010 and then DC was a huge part of that. So it was like, everyone was on yeah, Twitter. Right. Were yeah. Like hunting down where, the and that used to, they only said where they were going like on Twitter that day yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. And that's what like, I always laugh about a social media. Like when I started CMU, we post on Facebook like one or two times a week. I th- somebody else were like alumni ran LinkedIn, Twitter, like every once in a while. And then by the, like, and it was the same team by the time, you know, a decade later, but there was like Facebook story, Instagram story, Snapchat, Twitter, like Twitter live, Facebook live and seven YouTube. It's like everything just snowballed. And it's like, yeah, you're still talking to the same amount of people. Yep. Just, just same, like same, on same, different platforms. Now you say the same paragraph in sentence form on yeah. six different platforms. And then it's, it's so, so I, I just, it's a game. It's such yeah. a game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but hopefully you keep doing these things that are important and you, you can keep chewing through the game in order to keep doing these great things you're doing. Yeah. So, Ralphie, anything else? I'm good. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much, Claire. Yeah, that was fun. That was